Welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I'm Ayed Buzetto, a journalist at Japan Forward. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. Have a listen. More than two months have passed since February 24th when Russia invaded Ukraine. And Russia is cranking up the heat on its ambitions elsewhere, as we have mentioned in previous episodes. On April 25th, Russian Deputy Prime Minister Yuri Trustnev declared that the Northern Territories belong to Russia. Therefore, Mos- Moscow intends to proceed on its own on investment on four Japanese islands that it illegally occupies. This is causing tension on the Japanese side as well. Chief Cabinet Secretary Hirokazu Matsuno, in a press conference on April 26, said that Japan absolutely rejects Russian claims that the Northern Islands have already become Russian territory. A Sanke editorial therefore calls Russian actions, quote, unacceptable and encourages the Japanese government to take stronger measures against Russia, including further sanctions and adjustment of international relations. The editorial reads, quote, Deputy Prime Minister Trustnev's recent bombshell statement constitutes gross infringement on Japanese sovereignty and territorial integrity. Japan should now undertake further expulsion of Russian diplomats, including Ambassador Mikhail Galuzin. If you want to know the inside story, read Editorial Toughen Sanctions on Russia, Expel its Ambassador from Japan on the Japan Forward website. There has rarely been a time when diplomacy has been so affected by world events. But Russia's war in Ukraine is bringing new attention to international diplomacy. In the week of April 26, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz paid his first visit to Asia and chose Japan as his first destination for a two day visit. Whereas his predecessor, Angela Merkel, visited China 12 times, Olaf Scholz says Germany and Japan share the same values and both abhor Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In the background of the discussion was the theme of energy, and both Scholz and Kishida aimed to slowly phase out dependence on Russian energy. Professor Hans Moll from the McCutter Institute of China Studies in Berlin told Japan Forward author Duncan Bartlett as follows Germany has begun to recognize in this new geopolitical environment developments in European security and those in the Indo Pacific are intrinsically linked. Kishida and Scholz will meet again when Germany hosts a G7 summit at a castle resort in Bavarian Alps, Schloss in Maun, from June 26th to June 28th. If you want to know more, read the article Welcome to Tokyo, Herr Scholz. Germany's Chancellor picks Japan for his first official visit to Asia on our website. As Ukrainian refugees are fleeing around the world, the topic of refugee status immigrants is coming to the fore also in Japan. It's perfect timing for My Small Rando, a coming of age story and a documentary style film. Our reporter, Sean Fernando, went to see a sneak peek of the film at the Foreign Correspondents Club of Japan on April 20th. The film is directed by Emma Kawawada and portrays a Kurdish refugee girl, Saria, 17 years old, and her family's life in Japan. Saria's life is suddenly turned upside down when her family's refugee status is denied. As a result, Her family's rights to work or move freely in the country are also denied. The director told reporters that socially conscious films are typically thought of as having a very high threshold. But in this case, she hopes that 
Because the film includes a coming-of-age story, it will have a different impact on each generation. The film will be released for public viewing in select theaters in Tokyo and elsewhere in Japan, starting from May 6, 2022. To find out more uh, about the film, read the coming-of-age film My Small Land touches on tragic refugee issues on the Japan Forward website. In the past weeks, a Netflix show has received quite a lot of attention abroad, and it's called Old Enough. Japanese pop culture expert Daniel Robson wrote about the series in his monthly column, Gamer's World. Known in Japan as Hajimete no Atsukai, which translates as My First Errand, each episode of this entertainment documentary sees a toddler of around two to five years old undertaking a grown-up mission without the help of their parents. Crucially, the toddlers don't know that they're being filmed. However, the show has received heartwarming and bemused comments abroad from people who are concerned about toddlers wandering the streets on their own. Robson addresses some of these concerns, pointing out that the crafted nature of the show shows that producers have gone to, quote, extreme lengths to keep the children safe. IGN Japan has also done a detailed review of the show, which you can find on their YouTube channel and their website. If you want to know the details, read the article Gamers World Old Enough to Overcome Impossible Challenges on the Japan Forward website. Golden Week has an important event for horse racing lovers in Japan, the Tenno Show. Held on May 1st at Hanshin Racecourse, sports editor Ed Odevin defines it as, quote, a 3,200-meter test of speed and endurance. And in the run-up of the event, Odevin gives a detailed and engaging summary of who are some of the athletes and horses to look out for. He points out that jockey Yuji Hishida steered the horse T.O. Royal to victory in the race last October, November, and finally in February this year, showing the horse capacity to sustain endurance. T.O. Royal's trainer, Inao Okada, said recently, according to the Japan Racing Association, quote, I had always thought that from this build, he would be good over long distances, and he's gotten stronger with each race. If you want to find out more about what to expect from the Tenno Show, read Ed Odevin's column, Odds and Evens, T.O. Royal, Title Holder, and Deep Bond are among top entrants for the Tenno Show. You can find more articles by Ed on the sports website, Sportslook. Last up, for those who have seen Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, you might remember a scene when characters play a human-sized game of chess. This is a story like that, only Japan style. Tendo City in Yamagata Prefecture has a reputation for shogi, which is sometimes known as Japanese chess. On April 17th, the city held its annual human shogi game with 40 men and women dressed in traditional kimono, armor and helmets of the samurai area. Each person played a role of the shogi piece. Shogi master and superstar Sota Fuji faced off in a heated battle against rival Daichi Sasaki, who holds the rank of sixth dan. The five titled Fuji started the match on a sunny day under the cherry blossoms, calling out, let's have a fair fight. To find out more, read the article, Hidden Wonders of Japan, Five Crowned Sota Fuji Plays Human Shogi on Mount Maizuru on the Japan Forward website.
Thanks, you guys, for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me, at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time. Next is Meguro.